0: This is the Danger Close Podcast. Beyond the books with me, Jack Carr. I'm so excited to announce that Navy Federal Credit Union is on board as the presenting sponsor of the Danger Close Podcast. Now you can find Navy Federal Credit Union at NavyFederal.org. That's the website. So go on and check that out. Get control of those finances here after the holidays if they've gotten a little bit out of control. Uh, They have multiple savings and investment options for you to check out there and digital tools with educational resources to help guide those financial decisions. So navyfederal.org, check them out. All right. First recording of the new year. Yep. This is the January 2022 video update. Awesome. All right. Doing a little uh, negative reviews and talk about some gear, and then going to talk about the January reading list, which is quite robust. Uh, I don't feel like you need to read them all. Uh, actually, it's not really a, a reading list, it's more of a look back at the podcast over this last year, over 2021, and all the authors that I had as guests. So, um, yeah, let's do this. All right. Uh, and first off, oh, hats back on the website and, uh, the old hats and these ones with the leather patch. So you can go to jackcarusa.com. Check those out right now. And if, uh, if you enjoy the negative reviews, then, uh, feel free to jump on to, uh, Amazon and leave a review to counter some of these because they are, they are pretty funny, but it's kind of crazy that, uh, people take the time, energy, and effort to leave (laughs) such negative things, um, out there. And Hey, that's just the the way the world is, but, uh, uh, let's have a little fun with it. How about that? Uh, what else can you do? Oh, you can order in the blood, which is coming on May 31st. So you can pre-order that and you can leave a five-star review and you can subscribe to the podcast on the Jack Carr YouTube channel or on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. All right, let's, uh, let's jump in here. What do we have? Okay, I was extremely torn in writing this review, but I've always tried to be honest and fair with all of my reviews. This one was difficult. I loved all three of Jack Carr's previous books. Hey, thanks. This one was way too over the top. Don't get me wrong. The Devil's Hand overall was a really good story. And Jacar has quickly become one of the best storytellers in the action thriller genre. But what really bothered me about this particular book was Carr's constant disparaging comments and right-wing political jabs throughout an otherwise well-written and superbly researched story. Too bad uh, having a protagonist that uh, uh, has some views on freedom is looked at right-wing or wanting to continue to be able to own firearms, to protect yourself and your family, to preserve that gift of life and defend yourself from those who would take it from you, Uh, too bad that's looked at as right wing um, because it's just about freedom. All right, continuing. This book felt like it was written in an effort to own the libs. Not really, just uh, have a protagonist with some opinions like most people do have opinions. But if you want a protagonist without uh, an opinion, I'd look elsewhere. All right, what else we have here? Way too in your face with the far right wing. Capital C conservative politics for me this time. The story was really good. Thank you. Carr is extremely knowledgeable and an excellent researcher. I've always appreciated those thriller authors who can write nonpartisan political action thrillers without bashing either side in their storytelling. Well, I'm not going to tiptoe around or have... (laughs) protagonist that does not have uh, views or other characters that don't have personal views on things, uh, no matter what they what they are. Anyway, thanks for the time. All right, what do we got here? Not a verified purchase. There's a lot of those one-star not verified purchases. Hmm. Here we go. Thriller is a hell of an overstatement. I didn't get far enough into this joke of a novel to find out. Well, that's just not nice. Recommended if you can't fall asleep without lovingly tucking an AR-15 between your thighs. (laughs) Everyone else will do just fine (laughs) to avoid. All right, fairly clever. Okay, here's another one. Not a verified purchase. Jack Carr takes a potentially successful action hero in James Reese, but the author needs to do a lot more if he has any desire to widen the reading appeal of this series. Uh, You mean suddenly have a protagonist that is fighting for gun control. Probably not going to happen. Do not read my next book. Warning. Do not read it. You're not going to like it. Unless you like leaving one star non-verified purchases uh, reviews that are negative then. I guess continue to leave those reviews. Okay. D-d-d-d-d. As now, the book is written for a relatively narrow audience of those conservative of Ameri- Mer- uh, conservative Americans who believe in US supremacy. I'm not really sure that Sense. But anyway, here we go. The story is as simple as they come. The, oh, this is for the first book. The professional seal had his family as well as his entire battalion killed. Not a battalion. Silly. Uh, Anyway, by a cohort of greedy politicians, corrupt top officials, Wall Street profiteers, a U.S. hating Islamic mullah, and a group of Mexican gangsters. That sounds like a pretty solid lineup of bad guys to me, but I'm a little biased. All right. Here we go. Uh, Actually, there are a couple attempts at balance in the hero's friendship with a Mexican uh, and and a contrived recollection of a time when the hero decided not to kill an Iraqi on a mission where he could travel. Well, I'll let my friend Marco, the real one, um, know that that he's just an attempt at balance. That might hurt his feelings, so I might not mention it to him, but... uh, He's an awesome guy. Great at jujitsu. All right. And a contri- the contrived recollection, well, uh, that actually happened. So I changed the uh, the exact city where it happened. It happened in Najaf. And uh, in the first book, I just put it in uh, Fallujah. But uh, that exact thing happened in real life. But since you confused a battalion, a uh, troop of the battalion, uh, I'm guessing that probably none of the rest of the books are going to make sense to you anyway. So here we go. Another unverified purchase. One star. Uh, here we go. Garbage. Oh. <laughs> All right. At least you didn't take too much time being negative. Uh, not a verified purchase. One star. Let's see. Uh, great for warophiles. Uh, Warophile. I'm going to look that up. Definitely political and very zealously biased toward Republicans. And seriously, definitely anti-Democrat. Why is pro-freedom looked at as anti-Democrat? That might be the real question. Anyway, a rocking good read of Modern Warfare and Revenge. So, and on a high note. So that's that was nice. Still one star and not a verified purchase. Well, here we go. Uh, another unverified, let's see. Uh, yeah, one star here. And it says, too many technical details. And a character whom the author clearly wishes were autobiographical. All right. One star. Uh, if you like your hero to be a sadistic killer, you'll like this book. A book about vengeance and macho gun-loving seal who kills everyone brutally? I found the hero sickening. Well, Kindle customer, you should not read my other novels. All right. here another one. One star. Amazon customer. Terrible. Best to stay away from this author. Well, Thanks uh, for your opinion. Okay, here we go. One star. Uh, The terminal list crashes my Kindle. Hmm. One star because it crashes the Kindle. I downloaded the free sample and I was hooked. So I bought the whole book, even though it was more than I wanted to pay. But I'm not being allowed to read it. The terminal list crashes my Kindle app. Other books don't do that. Not even the free sample. Just the terminal list. Hmm, that I paid for. Yes, I completely deleted the Kindle app from my Windows Surface and downloaded a new Kindle app from Amazon, reloaded the terminal list, and it crashed again. I would insist on a refund from Amazon, but I don't want a refund. I want to read the book, and it won't let me. Oh, by the way, after reading the free sample, I am convinced that there's a deep state conspiracy to keep me and others like me from finding out the truth to be found in the terminal list. I think you might be onto something. It's possible. All right, here's another one. One star. I loved the first three books and was excited about this book. I couldn't finish it. I don't like politics in my books. Well, it is a political thriller. I use my books for an escape, not to read the author's views on politics. I even gave everyone a Democratic president, a Democrat president, uh, 10th Mountain Division, and I just couldn't make him anti-gun. I just couldn't, couldn't bring myself to, <laughs> to have a good president that was, that was anti-gun. And I even cite one of the longest running congressmen in U.S. history who was a Democrat and who stood up for the Second Amendment. Anyway, but that gets lost in the, lost in the details. Uh, also, why put COVID in a book when we are living it every day? Well, I'm glad you asked that question because uh, guess who's looking at our response and studying our response to COVID? Hmm, maybe the enemy? And are they taking, well, I don't know. Maybe they're not. It's possible they're not. Uh, but the whole point of the book was to look at really uh, what we've done on the battlefield for the last 20 years, what, uh, how, how we um, acted in the Middle East on the ground really from 1979 uh, up to 2001. Uh, and what lessons did the enemy draw from the Beirut barracks bombing in 1983? What did they draw from, uh, Somalia from Black Hawk down in the nineties? Uh, and how did they incorporate those into their battle plans? And what are they doing with this? Uh, what if we leave Iraq, we leave Afghanistan. Uh, they're not just sitting there and not, uh, taking those lessons and applying to future battle plans as with COVID. So, and with everything else we have going on. So that was kind of the whole point of the book is looking at, uh, the last 20 years for sure. And the last, uh, 40 years really, um, uh, through the enemy's eyes. Uh, but anyway, that was a little long. If you didn't, <laughs> uh, I think it's even says something like that in the flap of the book, uh, the description of the book. So maybe read the description next time. Verified purchase though. So thanks. Okay, here we go. I tried to read it, but it's terrible. I bought this in April and I've been trying to read it since. Well, I mean, persistent. Uh, He has shown his political stripes. I read fiction to get away from politics. Maybe choose something other than a political thriller. I have read four uh, other books since I ordered this one. All I could say is I tried. Well, I mean, you get points for trying, so thanks. Here we go. What else do we have here? The plot actually makes a reasonable amount of sense. Well, thank you. I do put a little bit of time into it. Uh, and all this really needed to be actually good was an editor willing to clean up the political nonsense. I get get the author to tone down the technical weaponry talk. Yes, I'm sure serving and former members of the military would notice the accuracy, but neither they nor your average layperson really care what type of knife <laughs> Reese used to gut someone or which brand of ammunition he's loading his gun with. Well. Uh, Try any other book then. (laughs) All right, let's see, what else? Oh, I got a tip here, I think. Military thrillers need to be apolitical. Thank you so much for that tip. It's not really a military thriller, it's a political thriller, but. uh, As the military itself is supposed to be. Hmm, well, perhaps it's not, which might kind of be written into the books. If the author is able to figure that out and find an editor who can pick out and help him remove his unconscious bias, Perhaps it's not really that unconscious. From his writing, he might be able to come up with a readable book. One star. Disclaimer, I received a review copy of this title via NetGalley. Well, I'm not doing that again. (laughs) All right, unverified purchase. Here we go. Jack Carr has all the makings of a good thriller author. Well, thank you. His prose is solid. He's well-versed in tactics, military history, and technical jargon as a result of his time in the Navy. He does good research. He's got a great publisher and a great editor. The subject matter he writes about has a strong audience, and he understands his market. Okay, starting off pretty good here. But he injects too much of his own politics into his books. Man, if only I walked on eggshells. Let's see. Washington, D.C., the swamp. D.C. was not built on a swamp. Okay. Uh, It seems like an odd thing to get upset about, but you know what? It was built, I think, uh, on and around three different rivers that would flood. So it got uh, the nickname, the swamp, even back then with uh, ponds and little lakes and soft ground and stuff like that. So uh, while not technically an actual swamp, it certainly is a figurative swamp, which is the whole point of calling it one. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Giving credit to COVID hysteria when alluding to contract tracing and lockdowns, uh, lamenting the state of Virginia losing its status as a solid red state. Is it coming back? I don't know. And spending inordinate amounts of time showing how terrorists in his books were leveraging strife and racial justice to further their own goals of harming the United States. Once again, that's the point of the book: is the enemy studying us and leveraging our weaknesses against us. But okay, hopefully Carr realizes that he's boring readers with political discourse, uh, and he stops trying to shoehorn politics into his books. Once again, political thriller. Uh, third, Carr takes up way, way, way three ways uh, too much of the reader's time with unnecessary details about gear. One example from his book is from chapter 20, where Carr literally cannot write about Reese drinking coffee without talking about the type of coffee and thermos that Carr, I think you mean James Reese, but is using as well as the coffee he'd rather be drinking from Black Rifle Coffee. Glad you brought it up. Uh, Yeah, unverified Amazon guy. Mm, That's great. And that's a solid mug from Black Rifle Coffee. All right. What else do we have here? How does this finish up? Uh okay, another example is from chapter 17 where Carr spends a ridiculous amount of time describing the type of car that Reese drives. It's not a car. <laughs> and it's not a Jeep. It's a Land Cruiser FJ62. <sighs> Take a deep breath. Take a breath. Just <laughs> All right. All that is to say that Carr could easily follow in the footsteps of others in the genre if he could drop the politics, create original characters, and stop writing pages worth of descriptions of weapons. Aforementioned shortcomings aside, he's a much better writer than others in the thriller genre. Well, thank you uh, for all the time you took into telling everyone how much you hated the book. Here we go. Not a verified purchase. Here we go. No action. Too much backstory. I'm halfway through the book, and it's an editorial on current world affairs. This has been an incredible series up to this point. Thanks Get back to what made it successful. Currently, I would not recommend following this series beyond book three. That's just unkind. All right. Here we go. And last one. Uh, I don't like politics in my books. I use books for an escape. What do you even call a book like this? Uh, You call it a number one New York Times bestseller. All right. All right. That's fun. What should we do next? Oh, and if you want to counter any of those, feel free to jump on Amazon and leave a five-star review. It is sincerely appreciated, uh, not just for me, but any of your any of your authors really appreciate that. It does help a ton. And uh, you can go and order that next book in the blood as well. All right, Mountain Tough, MTN Tough. Awesome. There's a huge announcement from the crew over at Mountain Tough, MTN Tough tough after two years in the making behind the scenes the mountain tough plus native app is finally here for you and ready to be downloaded on all the platforms iphone android apple tv roku and more mtn tough plus is the fitness app trusted by the dedicated trusted and used by dedicated backcountry hunters wildlife firefighters law enforcement officers, and U.S. military special operations forces. And now you can train on your time your way from your phone, tablet, TV, or web. MDN Tough Plus is an all-access subscription giving you access to all Mountain Tough programs, all new programs, and bonus content. Awesome. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I have prioritized finishing my latest novel and moving. This will probably be one of the last things I do from this studio as we move to the new house and new studio. Um, so that is about to change my priorities moving forward. Well, I'm going to get better at scheduling these things and actually getting those workouts in, then working for about three or four hours on the novel, then jumping into the business side of thing for an hour or two. But uh, point being. MTN Tough, Mountain Tough is the program that I am using. Uh, I've been scouring the website, checking out the app. It is absolutely awesome. And these days with so much going on, I need something that's going to tell me what to do Uh, because I'm going to shift right from doing one thing, bam, into the workout and having it right there, ready to rock. That's exactly what I need. So thank you guys for putting this together and putting so much thought, time, energy effort and testing into it. Um, because what I want to do these days, uh, is be ready for life. Uh, and yeah, I'm probably not jumping out of a plane anymore and, uh, and going, doing those special operations type missions. Um, now it is training for life and to keep up with very active kids. Um, but this is what I'm going to use MTN mountain tough, Increase mental toughness, build muscle, improve endurance anytime, anywhere from any mobile device. Thousands of workouts are available in the MTN Tough Plus subscription. You can start today with no equipment needed to start. That's what also that I liked, what I saw. You can have equipment or no equipment. Um, And there are workouts for every level, beginner, intermediate, advanced, elite. Um, Just get on there and check it out. And then more importantly, get after it. Uh, Everything you need is in one spot. From cardio to strength, Mountain Tough programs are designed to be built around, the build the optimal athlete. Thousands of hours of testing on dedicated mountain hunters, first responders, and military personnel. Programs for everyone, those who hit the gym and the heavyweights, and those who like to work out at home with no gear at all. Stream from your TV, laptop, mobile, or tablet. Download workouts in iOS and Android, compatible with Chromecast and AirPlay. MTN Tough has been the trusted Training for dedicated individuals for years now, including U.S. military special operations and dedicated backcountry hunters. There is no excuse for you not to start today, as after two years of research and development, the MTN Tough Plus native app is ready to download. With MTN Tough Plus, you can conquer your goals with thousands of workouts and train with equipment or just your body weight on your phone, tablet, TV, or web browser. MTN Tough is offering Danger Close listeners 20% off all new Mountain Tough plus subscriptions with the code DANGERCLOSE. Go to mtntough.com and enter the code DANGERCLOSE to receive 20% off brand new Mountain Tough plus subscription. That again is mtntough.com and enter the code DANGERCLOSE. DANGERCLOSE. Moving on to all the authors that were on the Danger Close podcast this year. So uh, it was an awesome year. 2021 launched the podcast. Uh, I had some recordings even from, uh, from, tw- from 2019 uh, that I'd recorded back when I still thought that, hey, you just record and then you upload it and that's all there is to it. Well, there's a little more to it than that, but the part that I'm interested in is pressing record, having the conversation, and then that's it. So. Ironclad takes it from there now and launched the podcast last year. And it's been amazing. Got to meet some incredible people. And I'm talking to a lot of people anyway. And I always, as I'm talking to these people, I'm thinking, man, I wish I could share these conversations. And that's really why I started doing it. And also because I get a lot of questions on social media. And a lot of those questions don't really lend themselves to a one sentence answer uh, because, as we know, going back and forth on uh, (laughs) essentially, a, uh, a text message on, or on Instagram or on, uh, I guess Facebook or Twitter, um, uh, is not the best way to go about communicating and certainly does not lend itself to a, uh, constructive conversation, thoughtful conversation. So that's why I tried. That's why I wanted to start the podcast so I could have some just conversations where you're not, uh, and maybe discuss some issues that are a little more contentious that don't really lend themselves to discussion on Instagram. So, um, yeah. Who was my first guest? Well, that was Katie Pavlich. So, dear friend, Katie Pavlich, first guest. Um, this book right here, "Fast and Furious, Barack Obama's Bloodiest Scandal and its Shameless Cover-Up. Um, if you haven't read this book, especially with everything that's going on uh, well, in government today and uh, at the border today, uh, you should 100% pick this up. Uh, cover is awesome. I love this cover. Whoever did that today, incredible Job, but um, Katie was my first guest, and you can go back and find that and check it out. Danger Close podcast, it's on uh, Spotify, it's on Apple Podcasts, and it's on my YouTube channel. So just put Jack Carr YouTube channel, it'll pop up. Put Jack Carr, Katie Pavlich, and that episode will pop right up. So, um, yep, Katie, thank you for being my first guest. Amazing, and everybody else, you don't have this book, get it now. Okay next guest and they might not be all in order of guests cuz some guests didn't have books so i'm just going to i might say next guest but it might not actually be the next guest but in this case i think it is Clint Smith Thunder Ranch um Clint's been a dear friend for so many years his wife Heidi amazing people and if you haven't been out to Thunder Ranch to train then get out there make this your year uh Clint has a few different books out there this is Urban Rifle two right here. And if you haven't listened to our podcast, definitely check it out. I think when you look at the analytics, it's one of the most, uh, uh, popular ones. So if you haven't listened to Clint on Instagram, then, uh, definitely follow Thunder Ranch Inc. And you'll get some Clint isms, uh, cause he certainly has a unique way of conveying information and you won't forget. So urban rifle Two, Thunder Ranch Inc. Go check them out. Fred Burton, man. So ghost, this is awesome. So this is about uh, his time as a counterterrorism terrorism agent uh, with the State Department, the Office of Diplomatic Security. And amazing guy. Thank you so much, Fred, for coming on the podcast. Just too cool. And I don't have Beirut rules here right now because I had to send it to the set of the terminal list. So it's... Uh, I don't know if it's going to make it because you never know if someone's going to make it in or not, or if it's going to get edited out and all that. So, um, but anyway, I don't have that one on me right now, but, uh, it's coming back from the set. I think I got the, I think it's on its way actually right now. So very cool ghost. Check out all Fred Burton stuff. Uh, amazing guy. Incredible. Dana Lash yeah flyover nation. Uh, and she has another one, grace canceled and that that one is definitely check out Grace Cancel. Check them all out. She has multiple books out there. Uh, Grace Cancelled is uh, is important for what we're dealing with right now because we seem to have lost that in discourse with one another, and that is just perpetuated by social media companies because they know they know what uh, what sells, or they know that that division um gets those clicks and now they know that they can actually alter behaviors based on all the data that they have. But anyway, Dana is an amazing person um and she's they always say the the top 10 or she's the top female. They always put that in there. But you know what? She's just the top. She's in the top 10 for her show all the time. I think she's the only female in the top 10. But um so she's in the top 10. They always throw that female in there, but she just crushes everyone and she's in the top 10 all the time. So if you're not listening to her show, check it out, get her books. They have a children's, uh, I'll do it in the next um, uh, gear review, but they have a children's book out now. Um, So uh, definitely check that out as well. So Dana, thanks for coming on and thank you for always standing up for freedom. All right, Leif Babin came on next, man. So him and Jocko, they wrote these books. They wrote Extreme Ownership and they wrote The Dichotomy of Leadership. And uh, Leif came on the podcast. We talked about all this. We talked about his time in the SEAL teams. And uh, yeah, great guy, Echelon Front, Uh, is the company that they have together where they pass on those leadership lessons from the SEAL teams in particular from their time in Ramadi at the height of the war. So uh, Leif, thanks for coming on and thank you for stepping up in service to this nation. So bam, I don't know anybody who has not read these books. If you go look at the New York Times list, they're always on there. So congratulations, incredible. Um, Clint Emerson, 100 Deadly Skills, so you're probably, he has a podcast. Can you survive this podcast? Um, just awesome, awesome guy. I think they've uh, announced that, well, maybe they haven't announced it. So I'm going to not say it, but um, anyway, 100 Deadly Skills Combat Edition. And he has a bunch of different books, uh, playing cards that have these different crazy things on there that uh, that you can do that help um, as far as your tactics, your training um, and he's just just a cool guy. So as I'm writing my books, I'm always like, hey, what would Clint Emerson do in this situation? Um, bam, right there. Thanks, buddy. All right, Chris Ryan. So this is my original book here, The One That Got Away, and this Yeah. I read this, gosh, when it came out. So I was a brand new guy in my first platoon and I took notes. We talk about that on the podcast. And, uh, Chris Ryan was part of Bravo two zero his SAS, um, unit that, uh, had to go on escape and evasion in the first Gulf war. And he ran to Syria, um, and I would think about that as we were going over E&E plans when I was in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, and I thought, you know what? My e plan is probably going to be my getaway sticks, meaning my legs. And I'm going to be running somewhere. Um, so uh, Chris Ryan, it was such an honor to talk to him about this. And uh, check out uh, check out that podcast. It's uh, definitely uh, eye-opening. And he has a lot of other books out there, too. He's done so much stuff. It's incredible. But definitely check him out. Uh, this was his latest, uh, Manhunter right here so this is a thriller obviously but uh he has a bunch of books out there and just a super solid guy so check out uh, that podcast with chris ryan okay here we go stephen pressfield stephen pressfield man incredible author of gates of fire of course most everyone has read this uh his latest a man at arms right here that came out uh Incredible, everything he does is amazing. Uh, he also wrote The Legend of Bagger Vance, um, Afghan campaign. I know I've talked about those. They've been on past reading lists before. And he has a series of books on creativity. Uh, and I'd say on creativity and leadership. But uh it's called The War of Art. And it's about uh really it's just about doing the work. he's another one, one of the it's in this series called Do the Work. Another one's called The Authentic Swing. Uh just, just they are I'd start with this one if you're not going to buy them all at once and you're just going to get one I'd start with this one and then you'll get all the others after that anyway so uh, the war of art amazing it's about sitting down doing the work uh battling resistance because there's a lot of things out there that are going to try to keep you from doing that work and you just got to sit down and do it so Stephen thank you so much for uh, for all you've done uh, for me and for all you've done for for artists in general by putting all these lessons down in this series of books on creativity. Uh, boom. What's next? The dragons and the snakes, David Kilcullen. This is another one where I would have, uh, the accidental gorilla here also. Uh, but that also went out to the set of the terminal list. So keep your eye peeled for that. Um, but David Kilcullen, Awesome guy, the dragons and the snakes, used this for research on my last novel. And uh, David's just an incredible guy. You can, uh, former army officer from Australia and came over here and he was uh Condoleezza Rice's counterinsurgency advisor. He was David Petraeus's counterinsurgency advisor for the surge in Iraq. Um, just brilliant guy. So check out that podcast as well. And how cool Sebastian Younger came on the podcast. Uh, I mean, incredible. His latest book is Freedom, and that is out now. So we discuss this. And we had a great time, You can tell those are my notes right there. But uh, I mean, how cool is it that the <laughs> I mean the author of the Perfect Storm, uh, I mean, Restrepo is his uh, uh, documentary on Afghanistan nominated for an Academy Award and just such a cool, cool guy. Most a lot of people know about this book, Tribe, which is incredible. Of course, Fire and war. But um, yeah, amazing guy. Great conversation with him. And uh, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to his his next work. Uh, this was cool. Danny Trejo. What? Machete? Yeah. He came on the podcast. That was awesome. My Life of Crime, Redemption, and Hollywood uh, with Donald Logue who also came on the podcast who is uh, an incredible actor. You, uh, if you don't know his name, when you see his face, you'll be like, ah, I know that guy. Cause he has been in so many different things, but this book is incredible. This is open. This is honest. And, uh, yeah, just super cool. So Danny Trejo, um, thank you for, and Donald, thank you guys both for putting this, uh, putting this together and, uh, and crushing it. So, and for taking the time to come on the podcast, I really appreciate you both doing that. So, uh, Check it out. Trejo, My Life of Crime, Redemption, and Hollywood. And if you haven't been to Trejo's Tacos in LA, definitely do it. It's awesome. I stopped by the last time I was in LA and uh yeah, crushed a few tacos. Awesome. Uh, Brad Thor came on next. So Brad cracked the door to publishing for me. I'll never be able to thank him enough for doing that. Uh, we talk about that on the podcast as well. This is his latest, Black Ice, and uh just such a super guy. So uh, Brad, thanks for- You've done for me and my family, uh, for cracking that door and uh, for continuing to knock it out of the park. All right, I'm gonna take a little sip of black raffle coffee. Uh, awesome, okay. This one was really special. So, uh, David Morell, of course, created Rambo back in 1972 with First Blood, a book that has not been out of print since. Uh, in the book, his name is just Rambo. Um, he got the John from Hollywood. So, uh, first blood, if you haven't read the book, it's very different than the film and I won't spoil it. Although I feel like if it came out in 1972, I shouldn't have to say spoiler alert, but, uh, anyway, it's so different than the movie, which is uh, fantastic as well with Sylvester Stallone, obviously. Um, but they're both so different that, uh, that you can read one and watch the film and enjoy them both because they're both so good. And this original artwork right here, Man, Evan Hafer got the original print. He beat me to it, man. Um, and it's super cool. It's a black raffle coffee. Um, but uh, yeah, awesome right here. And then for me, Brotherhood of the Rose right here. Such a formative novel. Um, for me, it was the first time I saw Navy SEALs in a thriller. Um, although uh, it was done in Raise the Titanic by Clive Cussler earlier, but I read it after. I read Brotherhood of the Rose, Um, and this confirmed to me, even back then, even in the mid-80s when I read this, that I was on the right path because of the sentence that David Morrell uses in here to describe seals. So uh, very cool, and David's become a friend over the last few years, Um, an incredible guy, what a story, and uh, one of the best that's ever done it. So uh, David, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks for sharing these lessons, and uh, we're going to do it again sometime for sure. All right, what's next? Mike Waltz, Congressman type. Uh, and former me, Armory, Army Special Forces. Uh, and this book is incredible. Uh, Warrior Diplomat, um, right here. I'm super, I just wish more people would read this book. So he worked at the highest levels of government, but he also was Army Special Forces and went downrange. So he saw strategic level decision-making and he saw tactical level decision-making. And he saw the gap between the two, which is something I explore in my novels as well, and something that's existed since the beginning of time. But uh, he got to work at both levels, essentially at the same time, not you know, Army Special Forces Green Beret first, and then years later working in government. No, it was at the same time. He'd deploy, come home, work at that strategic level, deploy again, come back, work at that strategic level. Um, so we're a diplomat, and all the proceeds go to a uh, veteran-focused foundation here as well. So, um he's on the front lines. Again, politics is something that uh doesn't really agree with me, and you if you've read the novels, <laughs> that should be readily apparent. Uh, but I respect everybody that gets in that ring, especially today where uh everyone has a chance to take shots at you on the, on social media. So, um yeah, especially in a tough time in our country. But interestingly enough, when I think about how tough a time we're having as a nation right now uh, trying to find common ground, trying to come together. Um, I think about after the civil war and how we did come back together after that. That's one of the only things that gives me, (laughs) that gives me hope is that we did it then. But then I also think, Hey, what if we had, uh, had social media at, in the 1860s, would, uh, would we have reconciled as a country and moved forward? I don't know. It's an interesting question to, uh, to think about though. All right. AJ Tata, Tony Tata, uh, general type, uh, awesome guy. Always love talking to him. Always so positive And so, uh, so knowledgeable having worked at all these different levels in the United States military. Um, but chasing the lion. This is his latest and uh, super cool guy. So I always have a great conversation with him. So, uh, uh, Tony Tata, thanks for coming on my friend. Outlaw Platoon, Sean Parnell. So this right here, gosh, the way that, uh, that Sean describes his first day in Afghanistan is uh, probably one of the most powerful uh, passages, chapters that I've read on modern warfare uh, over the past 20 years. So Outlaw Platoon, it's uh, an incredible read, but it's really college kid. Goes does all the army basic stuff, jumps in after 9-11, finds himself downrange in Afghanistan as a leader. Uh, and day one on the job. It's uh, and, and they get extended. Like it's 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 an incredible story. So if you want to understand Afghanistan from a veteran's perspective, from a tactical level perspective, um I'll Appleton, There it is. All right. Yeah, this series of books, uh, Ayan Ali, Uh, what an incredible life story. I really appreciate her taking the time to come on, but, uh, born in Somalia. I mean, incredible, uh, this upbringing that would just blow your mind, uh, makes it to the Netherlands, seeks asylum, runs for parliament. Um, and it makes a film, uh, about Islam that, uh, might not have been too flattering, um, uh, with Theo van Gogh and Theo van Gogh was then, Almost essentially beheaded, stabbed to death, um, and the assassin used the murderer used a um, uh, he used a kitchen knife, butcher knife, but he stabbed a letter into Theo van Gogh's heart, and that letter was addressed to Zion lee I mean, it's powerful, powerful. But if you're not following her podcasts or uh, or following her on Twitter, um, just saying brilliant person. So, uh, for her to take the time to come on the podcast, I sincerely appreciate that to talk to her for forever. Mark Graney, relentless man. What a great guy. Um, author of the gray man series and the gray man is coming to Netflix this summer. And, uh, it's so cool. So I, it's, uh, I think it's this summer anyway. I think they announced that, but, uh, what a great guy. Incredible series. Uh, Court Gentry is his protagonist. He has another book coming out here soon. I think he's coming back on the podcast. Um, so Mark's just a, a great guy, super supportive, and has been doing this a while. He wrote the Tom Clancy uh, novels. Some, I forget how many, I think three with Tom Clancy, and then a few without Tom Clancy after Tom Clancy's passing. But uh, Mark's just awesome. So uh, Mark, thanks for all your support, my friend. Sincerely appreciate it. All right. Bravo two zero Andy McNabb. He came on, um, he still hides his face. So, uh, so just put a little, uh, thing up in the corner of the screen on this podcast, but once again, Bravo two zero, what a, uh, there weren't that many books about modern warfare out when this one came out. Uh, and he, it was, I mean, we had a great conversation uh, and I, Sincerely appreciate him coming on, taking the time to do this. And it's just so wild to be talking to these guys who I read growing up, essentially. Um, and yeah, the brand new guy in the SEAL teams, I was reading this, I was taking notes, and, uh, and I get to talk to him. So incredible. So check out that podcast as well. Uh, Enemy at the Gates. Here we go. Uh, Kyle Mills, who took over from Vince Flynn uh, after Vince Flynn's passing. And Enemy at the Gates is his latest. And uh, I always enjoy talking to Kyle Mills. He has great stories. He does a fantastic job keeping Mitch Rapp alive. And Mitch Rapp is, of course, uh, uh, Vince Flynn's character. And um, yeah, the one before this was Total Power. But uh, Kyle Mills does a fantastic job keeping Mitch Rapp alive. Uh, Mitch Rapp lives. So awesome. What else is going on here? Hidden War. John Norris. So he worked for over 20 years uh, in California fishing game, um, and he was a special operations game warden. So they were going into these the these grows cartel grows up in uh, in Northern California, uh, well all of California really. But uh, check this out; it's really interesting, really eye opening. How uh, a lot of the um, if you're doing an illegal grow. How the cartels use these pesticides and fertilizers and stuff. They just go right into the streams and kill all the salmon, fish, wildlife. Different wildlife comes and eats those and they die. Um, anyway, it's just, it's a lot more than just, uh, hey, we don't want you growing marijuana. It's a lot more than that. And he captures that in Hidden War. So uh, check out what he's got going on. You can check him out on uh, the social channels as well. All right. Moving along. Look at this one. Oh, this one was interesting. So (laughs) Chris Wallace, of course, he just left uh, Fox News, Fox News Sunday, Uh, Countdown Bin Laden is is the book. And he got to talk to a bunch of different people at different levels. And he does this countdown thing where it takes you from a certain amount of time and it gets closer and closer and closer until Bin Laden is killed. And because I had so many friends on, on that mission, I was really interested to read this. Um, people were not happy that I had Chris, uh, Wallace on, uh, people did text me and say they listened to it and, and loved it. But, um, uh, a lot of the vocal people on social media did not like that. I had Chris Wallace on, um, uh, we didn't really talk about the we mentioned the debate, and he wishes uh, the one that everyone got all upset over. Um, and you know, hey, I totally get it, but and he gets it too, I think. But the way he answers a question, you have to listen to the podcast. Um, uh, he kind of he brought it up, I think. I just brought up presidential debates in general, and then I think he kind of smiles and said he wished he'd never done that uh, <laughs> that other one um, that uh, that pissed everybody off. But I totally get it. But countdown. Aside from that, uh, countdown Bin Laden was an interesting, very interesting uh, read. And I love what they do with the, uh, the countdown series. The other one about, um, Hiroshima, uh, in world war II is, uh, is really good as well. So, um, appreciate him taking the time to, to come on and, you know, not always going to have people on that, uh, you, I 100% agree with. That's just kind of how it goes. Uh, all right, Brad Taylor. Operator Downs. So this is a few a few uh, books back. We're in the middle of a big move. So I'm going through boxes trying to get all this stuff. But uh, Brad Taylor and I talked at BoucherCon back in 2019 and former uh, Army Special Operations uh, uh, officer, uh, super nice guy. He has a series of thrillers uh, with Pike Logan, and it was very cool to have him on the podcast as well. So, Brad, thank you so much for, for coming on. Outside man, Don Bentley. Man, this one, this podcast, I... I might get more comments on this podcast than than any other um, because we get pretty deep uh, in this one. So definitely check it out. Don Bentley, former Apache helicopter pilot. Uh, this is his second book, Outside Man. First one is without sanction. And he's also writing the Tom Clancy, uh, John Ryan Jr. series now. But uh Amazing guy. We get pretty deep on the podcast. He flew in on uh, Operation Red Wings in uh, Afghanistan. Uh, Of course, the book Lone Survivor, the movie Lone Survivor, come come out of that Marcus Luttrell's experience there. Um, But he flew on that mission, and uh, it's obviously impacted. Uh, how it would impact anyone. But, uh, but we get pretty personal about it in the podcast. So go ahead and check that out. Don, thank you for sharing uh, that experience uh, with me uh, on that podcast. And keep crushing, my friend. All right. The Afghanistan Papers, Craig Whitlock. 100% get this book right now. Yes, those are my notes from the podcast that I did with Craig. Uh, so this is so fascinating. It's Washington post uh, journalist and through Freedom of Information Act requests through two lawsuits against the federal government, they were able to uncover a series of interviews that have been that were done uh, throughout the war. Uh, and those interviews captured what these senior level leaders were saying privately because they thought this stuff was would remain classified. And then juxtaposes that with what they were saying to Congress, to the American people, to their troops, and. It was 180 out. Um, I mean, you can play all these different generals getting in front of Congress for the last 20 years, and you can play 2002, 2005, 2009, 2015. They all sound almost exactly the same, except for one, and he got fired. Um, But that's all in the book here. But they say, hey, we're making progress. I just need some more funding, more troops. Whatever they're asking for. Um, but what they're saying behind closed doors, different story. Uh, so if you want a clue into the inner workings of the military, uh, military political establishment, I should say, Afghanistan papers, 100% every American needs to read this book, especially with how we rushed to our death in Afghanistan, um, with all the 20 years that we had to study, uh, all the, Twenty years before that, that we had uh, to study as well. Um, but to race and rush to the finish like like we did, this will be eye opening. All right, the recruiter, Douglas London. So CIA inner workings, um, and this is pretty cool because he had uh, his, half of his time at the agency was before September 11th, and half the time at the agency was after. September 11th, so he got to see this morph, and uh, it's fascinating. We had a great conversation. Uh, this is the book, and uh, super cool, uh, super cool conversation. So check that podcast out. Ha! Ah, Mark Billy Billingham, man, this uh, this show. If you haven't seen it, it's SAS. Who dares wins. Um, I think they're bringing it to the United States, but uh, it has crushed it around the world. And these SAS guys get together. They do these uh, like a, uh, they take different people and they put them through this training and it's, uh, it's, they do a, a great job with it. But, um, so this is the, uh, autobiography right here. Um, the hard way adapt, survive and win. And then right here, this is the thriller right here. Call to kill the enemy is everywhere. So had a great conversation, um, with, uh, with Billy. It was Awesome. Hope uh, he'll come on again. And, and uh, if we can meet up in person soon as well. So uh, very cool. Check out that podcast. There he is. Mark Billy Billingham. Look at that. Man, you guys are hard. Love it. Oh man. So James Yeager. So this is not a book by James Yeager, but that's him on the cover. And, uh, he has tactical response out in Tennessee. Um, and just a name, if you just look at his presence online, you don't really know the real guy because he, and he's got a heart. He has got a heart on him, and um, yeah. And recently, he announced some health issues on a about a ten minute YouTube video. So you can go and check that. Check that out. Uh, he asks not to pray for him or send good thoughts his way, but um, you know what? Send a few prayers his way. Send some good thoughts his way. Um, just a yeah. He, he's got he. And on the podcast, when we did the podcast, it gets pretty personal. Um, it's audio only because it uh, I didn't have, I've lost the card. I've lost the video card. So it's around here somewhere and I need to find it. So when I find that video card, I'll re-release it. Um, but right now it's just audio, but uh, definitely check it out. He talks about his time as a police officer, his time as a contractor um, on Route Irish in Iraq and uh, an ambush that he was involved in there and takes ownership of, uh, of some things that happened, but uh, very personal conversation. So uh, once again, James Yeager, um, check out that podcast. Simon Gervais, man, awesome. Check out this podcast. I got to learn. I know Simon. Simon is awesome. And uh, I learned some things about him on this podcast that I, I didn't know uh, just through our friendship. So that's another great part about doing the podcast is that uh, you get to ask some questions that maybe you wouldn't normally. Or it forces you to sit down for an hour or so and have a conversation uninterrupted. Uh, cell phones turned off. That sort of a thing. But uh, The Last Protector is his latest uh, great guy from Canada. Did some really interesting things um, I, in uh in, in government and intelligence circles. Uh, but listen to the podcast and, and check it out. But, uh, Simon Gervais, awesome. And, uh, he's now, they announced that he is, he announces it on the podcast, but, uh, uh he is writing for the Robert Ludlum estate now as well, which has got to be a, a huge honor. So, uh, Simon, thanks, man. Uh, Jocko Jocko Willink, Yep. So Jocko put me through two of my, uh, seven pre-deployment workups. And, uh, yeah, if you're obviously you're probably listening to the Jocko podcast, you're following him online. You're looking at that three thirty on his watch every morning as he gets up to crush it. Um, but he had his first novel come out. Um, and it's called final spin, uh, had Jocko on the podcast. We talk about this. We talk about leadership. Obviously he has this leadership strategy and tactics. Um, and this really cool as well. If you don't have this discipline equals freedom field manual, um, definitely get this really cool. Also for, I think kids in like fifth grade through eighth grade, high school, college, um, and then anyone else, but if you hit them early enough, uh, and he has a series of children's books also. Um, so that's a little, little earlier, but, uh, I think right around fifth, sixth, seventh grade, this would be awesome. Get kids on the path and, uh, Jocko, thanks for, for coming on and, uh, and doing the podcast and for doing all you do for, uh, for all of us. All right. This was cool. Peter Bergen, man, Peter Bergen, national security analyst, journalist, uh, documentary filmmaker, uh, but he has written numerous books on bin Laden. He interviewed Osama bin Laden in person, um, and this is called The Rise and Fall of Osama bin Laden, and we talk about this. We talk about him meeting with bin Laden and what that was like, uh, and just had a great conversation with him so if you hadn't haven't read the rise and fall of osama bin laden especially this year uh read it in conjunction with the afghanistan papers i think that's a that's a good companion read this year uh, especially with everything going on and you'll notice that afghanistan is not in the news very much uh wonder why that is but uh don't forget those last 20 years that's what we owe The people that sacrificed their lives, uh, sacrificed limbs, um, came home to deal with the emotional trauma of the battlefield as well. Um, well, what do we owe them? We owe them a study of these last 20 years, study the past, uh, turn this experience in Afghanistan into wisdom moving forward. Um, are we bright enough to do that? I don't know. I try to remain hopeful, but it's tough sometimes, but read the book. All right. Ha Kyle Lamb. Yep. Viking tactics. Uh, Kyle, amazing. In the battle, Mogadishu. Um, Leadership in the Shadows is one of his books. Uh, Stay in the Fight, Combat Pistol. And then this one's pretty cool. Green Eyes. And black rifles, um, super cool. Kyle is an amazing guy. Uh, follow him on the, the social channels, and uh, we're gonna have him. I think he's coming back on the podcast soon, so I'm looking forward to that as well. We always have a great time together. We did a veterans react for uh, black rifle coffee uh, at shot show in 2020. Yeah, last time that everybody was all together, really without uh, COVID. Um, yeah, we had a great podcast, and we're gonna do do another one. Just a, a great great guy, Dean Stott. And look at this, you see that relentless. So crazy. So Dean's journey from the special boat service to intrepid adventurer is truly inspirational. But Sir Ralph fine said that, but, uh, SBS to world record breaker and he rode a bike. So his crazy story in the SBS, um, special boat service, that's like their version of seals over there. Um, but, uh, Awesome guy, super humble. He rode a bike from the southern tip of South America all the way out to the most northern point in Alaska, and he broke the world record doing it. He didn't just break it; he shattered it. Um, yeah, insanity. So I think he has another adventure on the book. We talk a little bit about that at the end of the podcast, and uh, I'm looking forward to following him on that journey and anything else that he has going on as well. So, uh, Dean, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Uh, Truly an honor to talk to you and uh, everybody. Get the book, Relentless. Man, love it, love it. Toby Harndon, look at this. Man, I need some more room for, for the books here. Uh, untold Story of the CIA Mission to Avenge 9-11. Um, so we've, we've all, you know, remember the pictures. We remember where we were on September 11th. Uh, most of us anyway. I shouldn't say most of us because it's been a while. So, uh, and those kids who were just being born then don't remember it, obviously. So they in particular should get this book book. uh we had a great conversation we talk about his uh uh time as a as a journalist we talk about northern ireland uh talk about africa talk about the, the greater middle east in general and specifically about afghanistan so this is another one um to read this year so i'd say i'm going to add to my my the, the three you should read this year uh the afghanistan papers uh the rise and fall of osama bin laden and hit first casualty as well those three will go very well together all right move this out of the way for a second. Just a couple more. Brad Leone, man, look at this. He's got a uh, cookbook out now. Uh, he has a show, two shows on the Bon Appetit channel on YouTube. So check that out. What a great guy. We met at the SIG Hunter Games in Wyoming this last year and had a great time together and had a great, great conversation on the podcast as well. So Brad, love what you're doing. Keep crushing. All right, who else did I have on? Look at this guy, Chad Prather, Chad Prather show. Hilarious, by the way, this guy is funny and he is running for governor of Texas. Um, has a great show on uh, the Glenn Beck network. And uh, yeah, so check out the show, check out the book. Um, a lot of common sense. And what does Glenn Beck say? He says, Chad is a verbal cannon with common sense. I think that's uh, that about sums it up. And how cool is this? Oliver North? Man, to have Oliver North come on the podcast was uh, a true honor. Um, I get a lot of feedback on this podcast as well. Um, But I remember, of course, that summer, watching him testify before Congress, even if I wasn't quite sure what was going on because I was so young at the time. I had a general understanding of what was happening. But uh, seeing him up there, the way he handled himself, uh, those of us that lived through the uh, Iran-Contra and those hearings, uh, we will remember seeing him up there testifying before Congress, um, but incredible life story. And when I went back to this book in preparation for the podcast, because uh, I hadn't read it since it came out, um, the f- first part where he talks about his experience in Vietnam—it's some of the best writing on Vietnam that I've ever read. So uh, this isn't just about the Iran Contra. This is about a lot more than that, and it's—it's uh, it's very interesting to go back now, all these years later and reread this so we had a great time talking about this uh, in his latest book uh didn't fight for socialism uh that i gave to my daughter which is why i don't have it here it's in her room somewhere but uh yeah, that's a good one for the kids also for uh that sixth grade seventh grade eighth grade for that high school years for those kids that are finding themselves that are getting bombarded each and every day uh on social channels and from everywhere else um with maybe some uh some influences that uh, might not be rooted in a solid foundation of freedom. I think that's probably a very kind way to put it. But uh, so get that new book, gift it as much as you possibly can and uh, and check out the podcast with Oliver North. Uh, and thank you, sir, for coming on. Here we go. Killing for profit right here. Uh, Julian Rademeyer. Right here, uh, this was extremely interesting uh, because I did go to Africa and help train up an anti-poaching unit there in preparation for both the second book and the third book as well. And I learned so much from being over there. Uh, And where I went, the anti-poaching unit was specifically focused on protecting some of the last rhino on Earth. So uh, uh, check out this Killing for Profit and read uh, a great podcast, great conversation, and hope to meet up with him next time I'm down in South Africa. All right. The comfort crisis. Yeah. I mean, this is something I thought about for pretty much my entire life. But uh, really, Michael Easter here, uh, he works in the journalism department in uh, University of Las Vegas, University of Nevada, Las Vegas. And we had a great conversation. But it's really embrace discomfort to reclaim your wild happy self. Have my notes right here. So uh, yeah, we are getting very comfortable as a society often I think, to the detriment um, of our progress. So uh, comfort crisis, Michael Easter, thank you so much for writing it and uh, and check out the podcast. We had a great conversation. And how did I finish up the year? Well I guess I really this is how I started. 2022, but we recorded it in 2021, launched it in 2022, and had a conversation with my dear friend, Mark Owen, uh, former Navy SEAL, author of No Easy Day and No Hero, did a four part podcast special event, and it's getting incredible feedback. Uh, Most people say each one gets better and better, um, but I sincerely appreciate Mark coming on and being so open and honest, we talk about, uh, of course, we talk about the raid to capture and kill Osama bin Laden. We talk about the Captain Phillips rescue. We talk about the hunt for uh, for Bo Bergdahl in Afghanistan. Uh, we talk about Mark's upbringing in Alaska. We talk about his early days in the SEAL teams where we met um, and, and the aftermath. And that's... Uh, well, you haven't heard before. If you've got little snippets of the rest of it uh, through these books and maybe the one interview or the two interviews he did with 60 Minutes. Um, well, in that fourth episode, we talk about things that he's never talked about anywhere before. And I sincerely appreciate him trusting me um, with, with that. So uh, check it out. It's called The Head of the Snake, Killing Osama Bin Laden, and parts one, two, three, and four. And they are all out now. And as we talk about on the podcast, no easy day, the government gets all the proceeds from this. So I'm sure they're spending it wisely um but he does get the proceeds from this no hero so uh library purchase it somewhere wherever you get your books um so this helps him uh, no hero purchases help him no easy day purchases uh do not but uh check out the podcast and he'll explain all of that on there and he also had some breaking news on there maybe a third book in the works and what's the title no easy way. Love it. So, um, bam, that is essentially a season one of, uh, of all the authors that have been on the danger close podcast. So what's coming up ahead here. Well, by the time this drops, I think the interview or conversation with Stephen Hunter will have dropped, uh, and got a great lineup coming in 2022. So thank you so much to everybody who has supported the podcast. Um, and from the very, very outset, uh, Who's told friends about it, who has left a rating and review because that is a huge deal and who has subscribed to the podcast as well. Another huge deal. You can subscribe on Spotify. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe to the Jack Carr YouTube channel. So uh, if you do that, I sincerely appreciate it. And I am looking forward to an incredible 2022. So thanks for everything. Take care. Be strong. Stay safe out there. Keep fighting.